sometimes you got to bite the bullet. It's yep. hard. You got to bite your tongue and say, I'm not going to talk back to this nurse manager, even though I really want to, because I know mm -hmm. 10 times more than he or she does. I'm going to fix my resting bitch face. <laughs>
yeah. that they're bitter. And they're, they're, they can be, they'll say, I'm, I'm, you know, I'll walk in, I won't take any shit from anybody, that kind of thing. And I, yep. and I always kind of go, oh, I don't know if that's the right attitude to have <laughs> no. as a traveler. You've earned it. Yeah. Don't make any, I'm not, I'm not you know, I'm not uh, judging it that way. But yeah, I mean, attitude is definitely one of them. And I, I, we, could, we could talk about this for a while, but yep. it is, how, do, how would you like to be a 20-year labor and delivery nurse and walk into a unit where some, and I'm just being sexist because most labor and delivery nurses are in fact women, yeah. some young gal who knows literally you know, one-fourth of, yeah. of what you know is, is the manager and she's got something that's just, just bad, bad management, right? Or doesn't know half what you know. There's sometimes a, an instant conflict, right, between those kinds of people. Right. And I could certainly understand how that would be incredibly frustrating. I've already, I've already said before in a lot of things I've done that are on this podcast that working for people that are um, not great bosses, so to speak, oh my God, yeah, is really frustrating. So your attitude can come through on that. Well, big time. and just in general in the workforce, just speaking as a woman, it's not always easy to work for another woman. Women can be, we're just not very nice and kind to each other in the workplace. Unfortunately, we're not supportive of We've each other. We've had this conversation before, and it kind of, that always surprises me. And, yeah. and the more I, you have that conversation with me, the more I actually see it. Mm-hmm. It's behind the scenes, though. Women are very... Yeah, catty. Um, well, i got to be careful what I say here, but, you, but since you pointed this out to me in recent years, I've noticed with our company and, and yeah. or different organizations that... Yeah, it's a little different. Guys are just kind of duh out there, whatever. Yeah. I can say it because I'm a guy. We just we you tell somebody they suck right to their face. Right. Well, I think guys have a are are I think men are used to just competition amongst each other is a normal thing for them. Women that are competitive and want to do a good job and and are frustrated when people around them don't have that same attitude are perceived as something you know, negative and bad, and, and there's so that we could do a whole podcast on that kind of <laughs> well, stuff. Let's but add that to our list. <laughs> I will, but it is a thing, and so, you know, and I'm sure any woman, that's, and that's any field, so, but how I do want to pick up on something you said before I forget, is that it is a real thing. A lot of my travelers are 20-year veterans in the nursing field, have an inc- a crazy amount of experience, have evolved with the times. You know, you you force them into a situation where they have to paper chart, and they do it with no sweat, no problem. I can right. chart on sure. paper, versus the five-year-old nurse who doesn't, who's always known epic. Yeah. You know. Right. Um, there is that's a real thing when they come into a setting and there's a younger manager with a lot less experience, and that particular traveler may say, they she may think that she's making a suggest a suggestion of. Have you ever thought of trying to do it this way? Yeah. And they're instantly offended and they're instantly on the shit list and it just doesn't go over well when all they were legitimately trying to do was share their experience. Or maybe help. So, right. I mean, it is delivery sometimes, as we know, emotional intelligence. And so, yeah. So, I mean, but attitude in general yeah. is, is, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's changed since way back in the day when no. I was recruiting. Yeah. That attitude, quote unquote, or lack of attitude, or what would it, what someone considered. But the reason that you're being given from a hospital for a, a traveler to be terminated is frequently their attitude. It's the most common. And, it, and it, we'll talk about this in a minute, but it could be the go-to, just it's the easiest one to not have to qualify. Yeah. So but it's just, just so it. subjective. Right. I, it, it's, it, I just, it's a frustrating it, but So I guess reason. with this podcast, I think that travelers should know that. 
Yeah. You know, that is, from our standpoint, maybe same standpoint, that is what we are told more often than not. There's a couple others we're going to talk about, but right. I think that the go-to, yeah. and, it, and I'm telling you, there are, there are just there are times where that's very legitimate, and there's times where it's complete horseshit. Right. Well, and before we kind of move on to another item, but I, I, w- I, had, I have a, an amazing traveler who's a med surge tele nurse, biggest, hardest, most loving, God-fearing person ever. She... We used to joke because she used to frequently get terminated because of bad attitude. And finally, her dad said something to her. Why are you letting these people in these travel assignments push you out? Why are you letting them get to you with with reacting and responding bad? You're a great nurse. Stop this. And so she and I eventually, we had to have a lot of conversations about it. She eventually decided that it was her resting bitch face that (laughs) made people think that she was just responding grouchy and, Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. We literally started practicing the non-resting bitch face. That's how ridiculous it can sometimes be. But it's real. It is, yeah, it is. And, and it's unfortunate. But I guess for those listening out there, know that it's real. And, yeah. and, and it's it's something that, you know, you kind of have to walk in yeah. like a chipper son of a bitch. Yeah, like fake <laughs> no matter. It for 13 yeah, weeks. Because I think that's it. So it's just, it's something to notice about. Yeah. All right. Um, attendance. Attendance. Yeah, yeah. attendance is one of those that we that we see a lot. People, you know, and people get sick. Yeah. Especially in the fall, especially in the spring. I mean, it is it's a real thing. Yeah. And I understand this one. I mean, it's it's like it or not. If a hospital brings a traveler in, it's because they have a void and they want to keep money and patients. The reverse of that, patients therefore money in their beds. They need to rely on you. Right. Yeah. And if you're sick, they get mad. Yeah. Quickly, <laughs> right? You. They've spent time and money on orientation. Most hospitals still are to the point where they pay us and therefore you yep. for orientation. So if someone's you know sick once every couple of weeks, that's a lot. It is. It doesn't make the assignments don't make sense to anybody. And I do see where like you know she just he just can't be here, so we're going to let him go right away. Right. The bad news is I've seen it without warning. Oh, yeah. Which I don't like because sometimes, no. you know, we see that, you know, okay, there's a 24-hour shift this week and then there it is again. But we kind of assume from an agency standpoint that they're talking. Sure. Another whole entire podcast about the financial repercussions that some agencies imply upon those. Well, we assume that they're talking because we don't hear we don't hear directly from the hospital. And if a vendor doesn't tell <laughs> Until us, Until it says assignment terminated, then you're like, oh, my gosh. Why didn't somebody right. tell me this? So that's a real thing, and I think just I think the, the lesson for that on today's podcast would be just communicate. Yeah. Let them know, gosh, I'm never sick, but I'm, I got something I'm dealing with. But, yep. man, I'm, I'm going to be here. I'll be ready to roll and whatever. I'll make up or I'll extend my contract by a week or two or whatever yeah. I have to but do. But I've had travelers that are notoriously sick. Yeah. Yeah. Again, we're going to talk about being a healthy traveler, which is part of it. <laughs> and are. I think that's a lot of it, right? It you're is, on the road. Yeah. You eat bad. You're, you're, not, yeah. you're not getting enough sleep. You're you're driving, you're doing whatever, and that's that can be a real thing. So if you're missing work, that that's could be because you're yeah. you know you're doing whatever. So um, charting is another one. Mm-hmm. You know where where I've had, and this is kind of one of those things where I think, and this is a tough one to talk about, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. When you're getting to the twilight of your career, there mm-hmm. are times where we have a lot of people say. I, it looks like she's done this system before. She's used you know this system, but she but can't keep up. She can't keep up. He can't keep up. This guy's just not keeping up. Too many questions. And fair or unfair, it's real. It, yeah, it, it really is. And charting is one of those things. If you haven't used the system before, ask during yeah. an interview. During an interview, ask to see if it's you know what's going on. But if it's um, you know if if you're unfamiliar with the charting system or you feel like that charting system is getting too fast for you or you're or you're not keeping up mm-hmm. don't take an assignment that has that that should be one of the questions you're asking what the charting system is so, mm-hmm. you know yeah that kind of goes along a little bit with clinical ability 
Yeah. That's the other real common one. I mean, people just say, you know, this, this nurse isn't what I thought he or she was uh, when I did the interview. Right. And it's an also kind of an easy go-to because it's hard to prove. Yeah, we've also seen a lot of crappy reasons. I mean, like, I, I always go back to that poor little ICU nurse who got in trouble because someone died because the crash cart wasn't anywhere near where she could get it, and they blamed her for that. That's and, tough. I mean, they're just... It's just a tough story. Yeah. All it was way, awful. All the way around, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean... But there are legit clinical issues where, again, sure. you're getting you're getting older and you can't keep up. And maybe it's harder to be a med surge nurse and take care of six patients. And maybe, right, you know, it's time to evolve into what's something next different. Your horizon. Yeah, um, and it's also crap too, right? We've seen really <laughs> good nurses yeah. that that we know kick butt, and all of a sudden this hospital says, "Oh, she's just not up clinically," and you're going. What? Really? Did something happen? Because the hospital she was just at for four assignments in a row, or has repeatedly gone to, can't wait to get her back again. But yeah, you're telling me it is what it is, right? Yeah, so yeah. Hard to kind of figure out. Um, orientation is another thing that we hear when, when people are saying that they haven't, you know, whether it's that the free orientation or whatever, mm-hmm. but just being orientated, if that's the right word, right. properly. I've had... Well, I think it's a legitimate question people should ask about is sort of what's what is your orientation and if you are somebody if you know your learning style and you need a little bit more orientation you should consider if it's a if they're like oh it's a day and then you're on the floor and then you're on your own you know then maybe that's not something you should take if it's maybe one of those that are the long orientations where you're in class a few days and then you're on the floor for a week or whatever i mean kind of goes back into the the, both the both the um it's the Clinical ability and also the charting kind of thing. Where sure. If you're not getting the orientation you need, then maybe those two things That's are what suffers. You know, right. 100%. Or whatever the claim suffers. Yep. All right. The other one, obviously, is drug drug uh, diversion. Mm-hmm. You know, that's thing. It's real. I don't know how much time you need to spend upon it, but. No, but I would say this. Just the nature of travel nurse. Yeah. It'll catch up to you. Travel health care, I think, uh, attracts addicts, especially, because they can take assignments all over the country and they can doctor shop really easily and move on to the next place where they can continue while to doctor that, while shop. While that one license is being terminated, they can still do three or yeah, four Yeah, that's another example, in yeah. Complex mm-hmm. eight license, which is one of the reasons why people always say, how come everyone doesn't go to Complex State License? Right. Because there is that checks and balance. Yep. You know, guys, it's real. Yep. You know, unfortunately, and there's not much we're going to be able to teach or say in here. If, you, if you're addicted to narcotics or you have a problem or, or are dating or married to somebody that does and you're yep. doing it that way, which is another thing we see, we have a, a podcast. We'll talk about that. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a it's good an discussion. Issue. Yep. Well, here's one I kind of want to spend a little bit of time on. That is that the reason you're being terminated is because the hospital actually doesn't need you anymore, and they're going to come up with one of the above reasons, typically not the narcotic one. They're not going to go no, that extreme. Yeah. To fire you, basically, yep. right? And say you're not there. Um, listen, we've all been doing this long enough. There's anybody listening to this, and I've got, by the way, I've got CEOs of hospitals that have listened to this podcast sure. that I'm friends with. Yep. I've got other CEOs of travel nursing companies. I've got some amazingly, you know, some of the top travel nurses in the country listen to this thing, and mm-hmm. everyone understands that it's garbage. Yep. Just, I just wish they would say, you know what, our census has dropped. Yeah. We don't need you anymore, and we have right. a contract. And I don't know why they're so afraid to do that. I don't know why a nurse manager doesn't just say my... I'm getting told from above admins that I have to cut back and I have to let you go and I'm so sorry. And right. It's, I, I, just be honest and <laughs> yeah. I think it would help everybody out. But we, I know for a fact, and I say that term a lot, 
that that's real. They come up with one of these reasons, and it just does so much damage. It does. To me, for everybody, by the way, it does damage on the hospital, too, because I don't want to place nurses there anymore. No. If a hospital said, hey, gosh, Mark, you know, we screwed up, and we had this oh, need. Oh, God, I'd be and, all over that. Well, and all of a sudden, we don't have the need anymore, but we're really sorry, and, and let's yeah. give her two weeks or him two weeks notice. Right, right. And I would, wow, how refreshing would that be? 100%. You know? And I think that would that reputation would go out, you know, amongst the, the group out there that, that you know, has that... You know, you guys, we'll talk about this in a minute, but we do research hospitals, right? So yeah. if a hospital is that, so all my friends out there that are higher up in the hospital that I'm connected with on all these different things, <laughs> pay attention to that. Yep. You know, don't have Just your manager, honest. yeah, have your manager say, go to us agencies or go to your vendor and say, hey, we, we don't have a need anymore. It's, I get it. Yep. Right? I think most travel nurses would be like, man, that sucks. But I get it. But I get it. And if they're giving me a chance to go find another position with my current company or another company, then that's that's awesome. Right. I would think that they would respect that a lot more. Yeah. But unfortunately, guys and gals, you guys know, there's terminations that aren't even legit right. because the census has dropped or they just over sure. overhired or, or over, and they got something permanently, who knows yep. what. And there are more hospitals. It just stinks. Hospitals get a reputation. There's a, oh, there's lot, a lot of hospitals that do that more than others, I guess is well, what I'm trying to say. You and I both know there are places that I, I do not... Yep. place for right because they do it all the time yep so I mean they don't care I'm just one you know company yep other companies do but I, I do believe that over time if more and more of his agencies say the heck with you I mean why would we do that to a nurse I mean you know be honest I would place there all day long and I would say I love this house because of this reason mm -hmm. but when they do this and, and for and all these great nurses that work for us are mysteriously being terminated for one reason or that or the mm -hmm. same reason yes you're just done you well and travelers before we move on will make they, obviously, we all know they talk, and you know I've had a lot of Thank travelers. I've had a lot of travelers remind nurse managers, perm nurse managers, that you know we all talk, and if you keep canceling people, no one's gonna want to come here. And you know we talk to each other, and well, the ones the educated ones listening to Travelers Insiders podcast won't. It's gonna be the <laughs> ones that aren't that aren't smart enough right. listen to this podcast that are gonna do. <laughs> so I guess here's what I what I would say is really consider the assignment. Yep. What I, what I mean by that is... All aspects. Yeah, and let's talk about those aspects. So let's, first of all, you know, good example. I, I, oh, I can't wait to go out to the middle of Colorado. I'm going to go out to Aspen or Vail. And I'm just using some of those examples because I, I love to ski. But have you considered the fact that it's absolutely freaking freezing there, right? Sometimes, yes. It's, it's a high cost of living. It's, it's Scary driving. Yes, it's all that stuff. It's <laughs> yep. a bunch of people packed into an area all the time. It's a bunch of tourists, right? Yep. So... No matter, that's just one example of what I'm it saying, is, but, yeah. but really think about it. Do you really want to go there? Oh, I really love rural hospitals. And you've chosen a hospital out in the middle of nowhere, and you get there, and there's nothing to do, and you're miserable. Yep. All these things come into play with your attitude. <laughs> yeah, very much. So, you know, I, you know, so there's that aspect of it. Mm -hmm. But here's the other thing. Nurses are great, and I've been saying nurses, but travelers are yeah. great mm -hmm. at researching the agency that they're working yep. for. Beat us up all day long. They're gonna research, research, research. Great, they're gonna yeah. believe every you know terrible thing that's said about a company and sure. every great thing. But what they don't do is they don't research the actual facility very much. No. And that should happen more often. It should. Yeah. There are people. There are facilities out there that you should be saying, "What has your experience been at X Y Z facility?" Mm -hmm. You'll be amazed at what your fellow travelers will teach you out there. Now, again, take it with a grain of salt. Well, also be careful that you're comparing apples to apples because if you're a PACU nurse and you're talking to a med surge nurse, 
That, and that might be completely different. So you do have to take that and try to talk to people with similar specialties on that floor. It's an excellent point because obviously we've learned that yep. each unit has its own personality. Yep. Based upon <laughs> oftentimes the management of that personality. So really right. good point. Yep. But there are also hospitals and facilities that just notoriously have a bad mm -hmm. reputation. So mm -hmm. my, my, my thing for you guys out there is research it. As heavily as you do the companies that you're, the agencies of travel nursing and travel companies are going to be working with, research the facility as well. Do you remember the, the time that the one nurse called me and said, I'm, uh, and, and you're not going to believe this, I'm transferring medications through a, a what are those things called? A dumb waiter? Yeah, dumb waiter. She made the up and down move. <laughs> no. Dumb waiter, yeah, you don't remember that? God, you know, I'm getting so old, I remember half this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember the the ER nurse that was on the roof of a hospital in Alaska that had the fl a flare in each hand helping the, the helicopter land. Yes. And because they were trying to, they had gas tanks up there or something crazy. So she's like, I got flares in my hand. There's there's cans of gas around uh, for whatever reason. I don't, know if it was, I don't think it was for the helicopter. They take special gas, but... There was gas cans around for something, and she's like, I just kind of felt like, wait a minute, wait a minute. What am I doing here? So, yeah, we hear it all. But research the facility. Definitely do. I would say research the vendor. So If you can, if you, a recruiter will let you know. Well, I you think should. most people will. But when I, I, when I, don't I say, know when I say vendor, I'm also talking about system, right? Sure. There are certain systems in the country that I've had nurses say, I will not work for that system. Yeah. That hospital system. It's a big one. Yeah. Well, it can be, right? Mm -hmm. So there are nurses that say, I won't work for here. And they're judging the whole thing, but their history and their their experience has said that every time I've gone to work for this hospital system, I've had a problem with it. Yeah. So find out what those problems are with other people have had before you go jumping right in. Mm -hmm. Because it's the same kind of thing is that eventually hospitals do get a reputation or I should say hospital systems that they do things a certain way. Yeah. Or their philosophy is a certain way. And... It may or may not be cohesive with what a nurse or a traveler wants and to experience. And speaking as somebody who's you know taught recruiters and and that kind of stuff, I think that it, a good recruiter will, before you're ever even submitted to a system like that, maybe you don't even know anything about that, but you you should be told this is what you should expect. If I submit you and you get this job, this is what you're going to go through. This is what their well, credentialing process credentialing is. This right? is right. you know it's going to going to be a nightmare and yeah, you're going to blame me and you're going to blame my company but it's not let's, but but pause for a minute let's really make sure that people understand that there are certain vendors that have huge requirements for yep. not only credentialing mm -hmm. we've had vendors that many many travelers have said they can't stand the timekeeping system through yeah. them mm -hmm. and that they're constantly getting screwed out of money for 50 minutes here or there yep. because their system is horrible they you know they clock in clock out procedure right so we're talking about credentialing we're talking about i guess you know what about you know, the pre-credentialing where you have to sure. take all these tests and spend all this time of your own time. Just unpaid, to get an interview. Unpaid to either get an interview or to, <laughs> or to even start and it's not paid. So right. all these things come into play. Yep. What I'm saying is research this as much as you are other aspects of the travel exactly. industry. Because the, the truth is, yep. from my standpoint, there could be more issues with the facility and the actual system or vendor than there could be with the difference between an agency. Well, and that leads us into our next topic, which was the agency. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, everybody, and the way you research an agency, I think, is more than just Googling, more than just getting on Facebook, you know, and looking at it. Some of those are biased. A lot of the, this company is great, I work for them, I do this, you know, I think you should be careful. Take it with a grain of salt what you see on 
Facebook. I think, I truly believe the best way to do it is pick up the phone and start talking to recruiters at different companies. And that, this, again, could be another whole podcast. But, it but should be. At the end of the day, I do think that there is, you know, if you hear great things repeatedly about a company, I would tend to believe those. If you hear horrible things about a company repeatedly, I would tend to believe those too. I wouldn't necessarily take one thing over the other, but, you know, it is kind of a thing. I'm drinking water. My eyes is making sure, noise. Sure, sure. Sorry. So I think that could be part of it. Is that, you know, but I, I don't know if you spend a lot of time. People research no. agencies really well anyway. But research Same. facilities and vendors just, just No, it's much. harder to research those things, but I, I would agree. Right. All right, so speaking of agencies, it's interesting to, to, to see, and I wanted to just bring this up, is that I'm always blown away at what nurses tell me is the is their agency's reaction when they get terminated for whatever reason mm -hmm. and I'm just gonna throw this out there and say this to people I think the way an agency reacts to your termination says everything about that agency yep and what I mean by that is listen I've got people I can't work with they've, they've been terminated three or four times and it makes no more sense was I may like them as a person but truly, it's a point where why am I continuing to put this person in front of a facility? Because I know they're going to terminate it, and it makes us look bad. Because yes. hospitals do blame us, and vendors do blame us, right? Yeah. Yeah. However, it's amazing how many nurses will say, "I kicked butt for this this agency for two years. I got terminated because you know I, they I said had my, a bad attitude. Yeah, and all of a sudden the agency won't work with me anymore. Yeah. I, come come say hi to me because I'll talk to you. But I you know you, you got to look at everything individually. You do case by case. But. You, we've heard nurses that have said and travelers that have said, I did one thing and my agency's turned their back at me. It's like, mm -hmm. wow. So, but no, I guess for our, not to be self-promoting, our, our, the, the, the answer to that is be aware of that, right? Mm -hmm. So try not to be terminated. If you like your company, mm -hmm. they could be in a situation where you get terminated once and you're not going to work for them again. Right. That sucks. And it may not be your recruiter's fault. It may be the, I mean, it probably isn't. It's going to be the orders from high or above. Know that there should, there's at least going to, any company's going to have a, a process, I would hope, in which if it happens repeatedly, you're yeah. not going to be with them anymore. So just right. know that that's real. Mm -hmm. we, get, we get great nurses all the time. Right. And, you're, and you're kind of like, whoa, this, this nurse is awesome. Yep. And else you find out, well, I can't work for this system. <laughs> I can't yeah. work for these top, you know, biggest companies in the country anymore. <laughs> Which right. means I can't work for any of their vendor managers thing. So I'm pretty much limited to... But I still want to make tons of money. <laughs> right. And so you're like, wow, so what's going on? So they burnt their bridge with, with a lot of people. Yeah. And it's amazing how there's a lot of people out there that don't think that's real. And the ones that have it happen to them, they're like, no, it's real. Because I literally am limited to 50% of the assignments out in the country, or maybe even more so. Mm -hmm. Because I literally have been blackballed yeah. by a vendor, by a system, mm -hmm. by an agency or a handful of agencies and I just want people to understand that that does happen it's real yep so every time a recruiter asks you for a social security number to submit that's what they're checking well the recruiter may not be but the, the vendor yeah is. no I mean yeah the vendor the vendor, the vendor is. is going through yep. to say is this person work for any place we've worked for before and have they uh, been terminated yep that's and why we had it the other day had a great yep. nurse unbelievable nurse yeah and I went to put her into a certain system and she was a do not use. Yep. And I went, wow, because we had to put her in her date of birth and pull her up, ready to submit her to a, a really cool, high paying job. Yep. Had to call her, say, can't put you in front of that one. I can put you in front of these other three, but that one's out. It was the best paying of all of them. Sure. Just happened to be. Mm -hmm. And it was a bummer. So yes. I'm like, that's that's what happens when you, you know, I don't know what it was. We don't know. She could have walked off an assignment. She could have been terminated. She could have accepted an assignment and then not taken it. 
Well, I would say this, that particular vendor does give people a chance when they get terminated or they give them a chance to go through a process with that vendor and kind of write something up, speak for themselves. Yeah. They send it to our little review committee. Right. I would suggest if something like that, you get an opportunity to do that. It is worth your time, even though you may Fight. be angry Fight. and upset. Yeah, it's worth going through that process to not be blackballed. I think you should, if you believe that you were terminated illegitimately, I think you should call and try to fight for that. Yeah. I really do. Well, so, like I said, especially that particular vendor, which I think is cool, they have a process that you can go through. And, and even though you may, may be mad, it's worth going through the process. It, it is. Right, right. I would agree. So the bottom line is that there there is a long-term effect to be to repeatedly being terminated. And yeah. I, I just say, I would end this podcast this way, guys. You got to look in the mirror. I mean, if yeah. you're being repeatedly terminated, maybe you need to. Maybe you need to detect something that is a lower, you know, acuity. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need to, you know, go to a charting system that you're more familiar with. If you're at a point in your career where, you know, let's just be honest, you're slowing down a little bit. It, mm-hmm. it could be time to move your specialty into something that's less fast-paced. Mm-hmm. Go to a facility that's less fast-paced. You know, all that kind of stuff. But if you have a bad attitude, recognize it. I've already said I don't mind people that have bad attitudes, just as long as you can. You know, hide it for the betterment of your job, right? And your right. employment. Yep. Sometimes you got to bite the bullet. It's yep. hard. You got to bite your tongue and say, "I'm not going to talk back to this nurse manager, even though I really want to, because I know mm-hmm. ten times more than he or she does." I'm going to fix my resting bitch face. <laughs> fix your resting bitch face. Will you please fix your resting bitch face. Right. All of that is important, and I think that that's kind of the the, the idea of this thing is that ending it this way. Everyone's going to get terminated as a travel nurse eventually, as a traveler, mm-hmm. no matter what you what your specialty is. It will happen to you once. It'll happen to you. Mm-hmm. Recognize it. Take it with a grain of salt. If it's legitimate, fix the issue mm-hmm. on your part. If it's not, you know, then press on. But if it happens more than once, maybe you have to, you know, recognize that maybe it is more legitimate. You think. But there is, you know, if, if you're doing this as a travel nurse, you sometimes have to recognize that I've got to change a little bit about me in order to play the game. Yep. And let's play the game because playing the game allows you to make more money and see more things. And sometimes yeah. that's just you have to do. So it is, yeah. All right, guys. Hope this was helpful. I really appreciate what you know what you guys are doing with this podcast. I, I'm just liking it. Had no idea this would be a value, but we're going to do it anyway. And it's turning out that a lot of folks are giving us some feedback that is a value. And by the subscription or the what's the what's the word when people subscribe. That's subscription, I guess, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> to the podcast that's working. So and, and I would say yes for everybody who keeps saying, when are you going to videotape these? Mark just keeps forgetting to bring in the cord. Yeah, there's a certain cord so I need to build. So you can through. make comments, I think, on yeah. podcasts. Remind them to bring in the cord you if go. you really want to see the videos. Otherwise, follow us, follow us on. Yep, on Twitter, our Facebook group, Travel Nurse Insiders. Instagram, LinkedIn, and you were we're, we're, we're on Reddit Mark now. Reddit, yeah. Yep. There's a lot of platforms. So. We're out there everywhere. We're trying to get the information out for you guys to, again, the more you listen to, the more you watch. The more think, you learn, the more you know. Well, we think the better traveler you're going to be because of it, right? Yep. You're going to be, I guess, a little bit better armed to be able to, the whole interview, we can change the industry with this stuff if people yeah. really start to figure out how to be a great traveler. Yep. Yep. Traveler. Thanks, guys. Can we back up for a second? Because mm-hmm. I, I did want to address this. Okay. <laughs> this is tougher.
oh, than the yeah, podcast. It is. And I just said podcast again. <laughs> Let's just stop. We just drove. Everyone's like, going, oh my God, these guys are irritating as all shit. Welcome to Travel Insiders. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> you doing okay today? I feel like I'm too close to this. I'm thing absolutely right freezing. Yeah, sorry about that. I like things cold in the studio and in the office and <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, how does that make any difference? Except, yeah. except outside. You like it hot outside. That's the only. Yeah, kind of sometimes. I'm sometimes in my outside. eye all of a sudden. It's not going to be good. You're going to be all right? Yeah. I mean, you know, I might be digging in my eyes, but. Okay. Don't dig in your eyes. <laughs> Welcome to Travel Insiders. Yeah. Episode five, being terminated. Being terminated. Um, first, I, I want to, again, promote all of our social media bullshit because that's what you're supposed to do, which means I want to tell everyone, thank you for um, being on the YouTube channel. We've got our podcast, Travel Insiders. We've got mm-hmm. our Facebook group, Travel Insiders. We've got our LinkedIn pages, Mark Holloway and Hubert, respectfully. Well, I have a confession to make. Okay. I looked last night. Yeah. And uh, I haven't, I've forgotten, and I haven't taken nurse out of Travel Nurse Insiders on Instagram. So I'll do that tonight, but. Well, it's okay. It's still on the logo when my ugly mug comes up and it's on there. Yeah, Because true. there's a lot of stuff we still have to do. We're still yeah. tweaking things. I'll fix it tonight. Thanks, man. We all appreciate that. Welcome. You want some Kleenex or something? You do that chill? <laughs> I usually do blow my nose before we start. You do. This, Did you do I that today? Um, I want to talk briefly about the YouTube channel itself. Um, it's 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 everything's growing. It is. It's growing. Um, I have a I'm ignorant about YouTube channels. I don't have enough enough knowledge. Just like I was with podcasts. I didn't know mm-hmm. much about podcasts. And I have more. Knowledge Still don't. And less of this. I do know that. Um, I have lowered expectations for subscriptions on the YouTube channel, that sort of thing. Um, I think people will watch episodes that they're interested in and who knows, but I mean, it really would be awesome if people subscribe to it. Cause I've always said with travel insiders, the idea should be that you get, you never know when you're going to get a nugget, a little nugget of information that might be on an episode that you have no idea has any interest to you, for example. Yeah. And we say something earth shattering or mind blowing. Which we say a lot, especially me. Are you kidding? You've already said something. You've already you've already exposed to someone like me who does no more. um, Does or doesn't? Who does no more than you do about YouTube? Oh yeah, well that's not hard. Here's a common thing that happens: Um, a lot of people will subscribe to a channel, but then not hit the notifications. So they don't always they don't see when videos are coming out. So what's the point of subscribing then? Because Just because then you go to the page and your subscription is up and you see what you've subscribed to and you can go through yeah, it, and your, it might show at your up leisure. In, and it might show up in your feed. Sure. 
But if you, you actually get the notification, then you know, you, you know, whether you watch it right then or not, you at least know, oh, yeah, there are, I have seen a couple episodes get posted. I want to go well, check those out. So yep. you need to always tell people to like, subscribe, and hit the bell. I know you think that's funny and you don't like No, it's it. like, subscribe, like, subscribe, share. Everyone always says that. Hit the every, bell. Hear that no, you have everything. to hit the bell. Yeah. Hit the bell. Um, and if it's a good episode with good content, you should share it. And you should comment. That helps us too. Well, what the point I was gonna, I was kind of thinking about here as you were talking was that we aren't doing these in in a very um, in in a, in a strong cadence, so to speak. We're we're throwing out the old ones when we literally have time. Right. I'm trying to knock these out quick I'm to sick catch of up. Working. <laughs> well, I'm trying to catch up, but I also know that our company is getting busier, so we it's I'm trying to hurry up because. I'm concerned about the time we're going to have to do these relatively soon. Um, yeah. So I, the faster we can get to where we are, the better. Now, we've recorded new episodes mm -hmm. for both the podcast and the YouTube channel that I've, I've only released the audio for the podcast. The video yeah. is the exact same thing for finally. Right. But I'm not going to release those till we're caught back up. So it yeah. doesn't make sense. No. Um, but we're, we're going to do our best to catch up. So I guess that's one reason to hit the bell is to be notified that hey, there's some new th new version of perhaps one of the one of the, the podcast episodes that you really liked. I don't know. It'll it'll just it it affects your matrix or your uh, analytics. Yeah, and again, I you need you, to hit the bell. Well, I I have both. I go both ways on on that sort of thing. You know, I don't like to like I listen to the podcast. Uh, uh, I've listened to every one of them once, and I got a lot of tips on things that. Well, frankly drive me nuts about myself is what my tips really were i know you do the sucks. same thing I with did. yourself yeah. yeah and there's a couple of things that we both notice that the other person says but i'm going to tell you that it doesn't you don't bother me you i bother, bother me. me i bother me <laughs> a lot the only thing that bothers me it doesn't bother me i just like to tease you about is your use of the word podcast yeah I got in this podcast in this podcast hey you guys in right. this podcast should have oh, been episode this is good for this podcast this is a great podcast I just love this podcast. So one of the things that bothers me, you, you take an, you do an example and you, you do it like twice as long. <laughs> that's the Boom, that's got the one back on you. That's the point. Because I get the point after like three of them, but you go like nine or ten. Well, when you tease somebody, you have to like exactly. Really, really rub it in. No, yeah. I, I do say the word podcast way too much on the podcast. Now we just, that's the thing you're not supposed to do. Yeah. Point out the things that drive you nuts. Now those are going to drive everybody nuts now. So I follow this girl who I really, really like, and she has like 500,000 subscribers, I think. Yeah, just so do we. We have like 12. <laughs> She's like a DIYer, Dollar Tree, you know, interior design kind of thing. Yeah. And she says the word put. She says put. So you're going to put this here, put this there. Oh, and okay. When you're crafting and designing and shit, you use the word put a lot. Right. Drives me insane, right. but I still listen to her. Well, there you go. That's really that's fascinating. <laughs> yes. All right. On this episode, I want to talk about the fact that um, we have Sucks. three episodes about terminations. Yeah. Right. So I really want to qualify that. I had a really good discussion online with, with a, a gal who was making some comments I have a lot of respect for. And we, we came out kind of tough on me. And then we, we became friends. And I actually want to get her on here at some point. Mm -hmm. um, when I say friends, I mean friends on Facebook, which means, you know, we, you talk a little bit. But she pointed out some really good things. And one of them is that in this episode being terminated, we are specifically going to discuss 
ways in which you can try to avoid being terminated. Uh-huh. Now, the point that we were being told a lot of out there is that, well, it's not the, it's not the traveler's fault. I get that. We have an episode, the third of the three. I, maybe I should have done it backwards the other way around. Mm-hmm. But the third one is really and truly about reasons fault. that aren't your fault for being terminated. And, and it, it's, I will tell you, in my opinion, that's more prevalent than what we're going to talk about today. It happens more often. That it's not their fault? Correct. Oh, yeah. But this episode, and I want to qualify why I'm doing this episode. This episode is for those people that are finding themselves getting terminated. They're getting frustrated because they, they it's not because of, the, you know, the hospital overhired or they have a census that increases or they're just making an excuse and it's not the traveler's fault. Right. This episode is meant to help those that truly are getting terminated for their own fault. Yeah. And helping them to recognize it because they still want to be a traveler. Right. So I'm asking everyone, don't come on there and I had a couple people don't come cap. on at me don't come up on me right well one of them was like you know this is just all bad 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 it was actually on credentialing all bad 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 I'm like all right, well because well, credentialing is bad credentialing bad, bad. is bad <laughs> this is the, this episode was created specifically Ugh. a long time ago because you had a number of people that were telling you I'm getting terminated and I kind of think it's me yeah and I, we started to look at it and go that can't be uncommon no I do think it's less common so Hear me. It's less common. <laughs> I'm not telling you that, that every traveler is bad, but this episode is geared specifically at the people are saying, I, I, I need to recognize some things that I might be doing. Yeah. And I, cause I want to be a traveler. Mm-hmm. And if I keep doing this, I'm not going to be a traveler much longer for the things we're going to talk about toward the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. And that's what this episode is about. It's being terminated and how to really avoid that. Yes. I, the second it, one and, is, and you did hit it on the, the nail on the mm-hmm. hammer. Hammer on the nail. Nail on the head. Nail on the head. Which? Um, that it really was inspired because I have had many travelers who were repeatedly getting terminated and were trying to kind of look inwardly like, what is going on? Like, right. is this me? And finally, you know, having those kind of hard conversations between a recruiter and a traveler, if you're lucky to have one that right. will have those conversations with you. That, you know, there was some introspection that needed to occur, and it did, and all of a sudden it solved the problem. It's work, but, yeah. And that's what this episode is geared toward. Yeah. And I'm just trying to qualify. There's this episode, then there's an episode we're going to do that is really how to handle, like, your feelings, emotional side of things. Yeah. You know, doesn't matter whose fault it is. Right. Because that's that's that aspect of it. And then the Mm -hmm. third one is truly how to understand that this isn't your fault. Right. Which is a lot of the times when you get terminated this day and age, yeah, it has and not nothing to, to do with that you. Way. Yeah. So I just want to qualify that because I am going to come after some folks that have asked us to. Well, I interrupted you. You were at number one and then you were about to say number two, but I stopped you. I know. That's why I went back and did it. Oh, you just did it? Yeah. I so just you've did done the three number epi- two? Okay. The three episodes. Okay. So it is, first thing I want to talk about is that and again, if you if you never get tired terminated and you don't think you're ever going to, then you can turn the episode off. Or you might listen and because <laughs> there's going to be a nugget of wonderfulness <laughs> that you're going to catch, right? God, it's really common. Being yeah, terminated, even when it's your fault, is an incredibly common thing, mm-hmm. and it has. I'm trying to think in my head, search my brain, if it's increased or decreased in the last 21 years since I've been doing this, and I don't know if I have an answer for that. It seems to be consistent. It was consistent two decades ago. Mm-hmm. It's consistent now. I personally think there's a rise in more hospital-related terminations that really aren't the traveler's fault. It used to similarly be the other way around. Yeah. I think when the economy is tough, and uh, like it was in 2007, 2008, and there were fewer travelers out there because a lot of them went to work 
at facilities because they need the, the benefits and their spouses may have not been working. I think we had a lot of people turning because the clinical side of things were, were bad. There wasn't any good travelers out there, it seemed like. Right. But it, this is a common thing. Like yep. you just mentioned, we did this podcast because you repeatedly had people say, I'm getting terminated and I'd love to blame this. This is it's kind of me. Mm-hmm. So this episode was meant to be how do you if you want to keep traveling, how do you stay gainfully employed and not get terminated? Because I think it's important not to. Well, the question was, and why do you think this is happening? <laughs> and so you told him. And I finally, after going through a few terminations with them and not saying a word and, and knowing their personality and knowing what it was like for me personally to deal with them, you know, I, I just kind of bravely said, I mean, as a recruiter, I might as well tell you the truth at this point. Because if it happens again, I'm not going to be able to work with you, you know, or we're going to limit the amount that you are places you can go. So it was, it's just to me, it's just worth it. And I'm just going to tell you the truth at this point. Well, it brings us to the, the first thing that we that I, I talked about here. And that was really that you might be getting burned out. Yes. I think burnout. That, that's a pretty traveler burnout. As we you know, again, we've done the podcast. We're going to be very soon doing the, <laughs> the YouTube channel. So it's a real thing. So we'll be talking about this subject again. But there's a lot of stress in being a traveler. There is. You are, even if your assignment is over and you actually have a couple of weeks break, you're oftentimes either busy, you know, cramming to get an assignment because maybe you ended and you didn't have one yet. Right. Or you're credentialing or you've got that rare break where you're trying to rush home, take care of all your stuff to get, you know, to another part of the country or back for your assignment. It feels like there's not a lot of downtime. As a traveler, again, I'm speaking completely out of my ass because I've never been a traveler, but I've been around enough of them to know that that scenario that I just brought up are are real. Yeah. And I know just from the recruiter side, they're pushing you to get another one and start as quickly as possible. Why is that? So they can make their commission and they want to, yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. hurry up, hurry up and go to work for me. Income doesn't go down. That's me cracking the whip. Yeah. As you know, but, but I'm going to kill you with jelly beans and send you, you know, pizza, pizza. God, we do, that in, we do that a lot here, don't we? Fanny packs. But, I mean, so it's a real thing. It is. You're right. You've got a recruiter. You've got an agency. You've got a hospital. Yep. They're all pushing you. You've got a credentialing Bills. person, oftentimes from all three, both a hospital, an agency, and a vendor pushing you. Mm-hmm. So what I'm getting at is that it doesn't, even though you have some, and here goes the fingers, downtime, you don't really have any downtime. You don't have to say that. We're not on a podcast. I know what I'm doing. I'm showing people what I don't have anymore on <laughs> the podcast and it is the ability to be able to see me, which I want to talk about here too as well. But do you see what I'm saying? There really isn't a lot of downtime. No, so I, yeah. burnout can be real. hundred percent. There's one of the things you say. That's one of my things. That you say, I, you think you say it all the time. I do. Can we back up for a second? Cause mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to address this. Okay. This is tougher oh, than the podcast. Yeah, it is. And I just said podcast again. <laughs> Let's just stop. We're just drove. Everyone's like going, oh my God, these guys are irritating as all shit. Let's turn these guys off. I don't know. That's another word they're going to say. No. Well, you should have said it. These guys are as irritating as fuck. Oh, well, that's your job to, to take it to the next level. This is, I am way, way less comfortable with all this stuff rolling yeah. than I am with just this rolling. I know. I think we'll get more used to it. It's hard because <laughs> I'm, I'm worried about, my, you know, interaction you and I, I mean, we have fun we get into it yeah. I want people to see that it's okay I want people uh, to recognize the relationship that we have at our yeah. company and how you know I've always like all the bullshit things I do I treat everybody 
and I want everyone to treat me exactly the same way. We are a team, right? Yeah. So I, I want that uncomfortableness to come out. I want the funny stuff that, you know, when I'm dead wrong, I was just a couple of podcasts. And I, I was like, I sound like I, I didn't even know where you were going to different thing. I asked something. It was like, mm-hmm. I was way off. I did that already on one of these. <laughs> but because I think I've been a musician and even though you're there, this I've recorded myself, but I don't video record myself. Yeah. And it's, I, it, I don't like it. <laughs> I just yeah. want to acknowledge it. I don't like this. I didn't yeah. mind doing those little five, 10 minute little things we used to do. Yeah. Little videos that mm-hmm. were, you know, I would get animated. I was always uncomfortable in those too. You can kind of see and, t- and tell. Uh-huh. I think I'm doing a better job, but this is, this isn't as we're much fun. We're getting used to it. It's not, maybe, maybe that's what they say. You'll get, it gets better. We will. But um, I just want to acknowledge the fact that I, this is not, <laughs> Feels as, awkward. it's just not, it's not as comfortable in front of the camera as I am behind a microphone and hiding, right? It's just, it, it's It'll just, get better. It, mm, yeah. It will. Maybe we should record, maybe the new episodes we should record on a mic so I can really throw it out there and then redo it. That's just too much work. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, you're not doing that. So let's go back to it. Yeah. Burnout is real. It's so real that we actually did an entire episode of that. We're going to do it again because it is something to, to take some time and address. Yeah, go listen to the podcast. But I do want folks to recognize that that could be part of it. The whole point I'm making here is just listen to that episode, but you got to figure out, I, you got you have to recognize I'm about to get burnt out or I'm getting burnt out. Yeah. I'm going through the motions because I need it financially or who knows what. Right. Maybe, you know, take a longer time off and then go do a high paying assignment because the weather is bad, not because the hospital's a hellhole and you're going to be stressed out again. Go take a, go find a community hospital somewhere in the cold in the winter time and just have a great assignment where they're really happy to see you. I mean, I'm just saying, recognizing what's going on in your life. You and I do that. We sit down we talk about that as a company. We can tell We've really worked hard on our emotional intelligence system. You know what's going on with each other, and also I think what's going on with you. I even admitted yeah. a couple of podcasts ago. I don't know if it's a future one or a past one. I'm sorry, a YouTube one a few little while ago. God, I just hate this. <laughs> that I was in a bad mood, right? Uh-huh. I was, and I was, and it wasn't anything that happened. It wasn't anything bad that happened. It was just, uh, you know, just whatever. So, is that the same one where I said you're being rude? No, that was another one. I, <laughs> I, I can't remember was. if that's a future one. So um, we were recording new ones and going back to the old ones. So I, I am, this, I'm just all, we're all over the place. This is rhyme or reason. I wish I would have done these at the beginning. We wouldn't have had to have this issue, right? You wish you would have listened to Ann in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he just said. Damn it, I did say that out loud. <laughs> yep. There'll be no living with her now. <laughs> no. God, no. It's hard enough to work with you all these hours. Uh, clearly okay. we like each other we wouldn't be around each other still no choice just the way it is the only, you're the only one that puts up with me so um, time to take a break is what I'm saying not, yeah. not us I'm talking about it's time to take a break with, with your trial just recognize it and it could be while you're antsy at work while you're anxious while you're not while you're frustrated you're, you're moody you're I'm just, just putting saying, out that negative vibe of like I'm just yeah. sick of this you're just you're not in the caregiver like brain that could you be. have it could be and it, yeah. has, it has nothing to do with your clinical ability nothing to do with the person that you are it just might mean you you guys just don't get the breaks other people do and when you're on a break you are yeah. rapidly trying to catch up on life yeah. or get to the next stage in life which mm-hmm. is an assignment and I think that that is something that Travis should go, you know, the dude's kind of right. Mm-hmm. Me being the dude in this particular moment. The big Lebowski. 
this is part of my job is to point out things that nobody talks about. And they're not always bad and, you know, me no. shaking my finger at people. Sometimes it's pointing they're out things that, that people things. just don't talk about in our industry because nobody wants to. Or nobody another, another really CEO thinks about is, it. Another CEO of the company doesn't want you to think, you know, maybe you should take some more time off. <laughs> yeah. No, they don't. No, they don't. No. So, the, again, this is one of those things that's killing the industry. I mean, we talked about here. There was your nugget. If you didn't think you needed this episode, your nugget is there are you need it. companies that don't want you to take time off, even though it probably is better for the company in the long run to have a better yeah. traveler than it would be to get fired. But they don't think about that. They think about dollars and cents. And, no, I'd rather and, your cup be full of positivity and, and, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, you're, I, I don't like the term work-life balance. I think people overuse it because yeah. – in my opinion, it really isn't balanced. No. Work pretty much dictates the kind of quality of life you have. You, yeah. You, you can work I mean, hard. Well, but you're you, lucky if you like what you do. Which sure. Leads that's to great. burnout if you don't. So. But for a lot of travelers, there's, there isn't that work-life balance, no. in mm-hmm. my opinion. And it needs to be. So we're beating yeah. this up. I get it. But um, it is something that I want just people to recognize. That could be why you're having trouble. Mm-hmm. And if you could take a longer time off or perhaps – Make more money by listening to Travel Insiders and learn how to how to pocket more of your dollars, make more money, take these times it costs. You might be able to, to recharge your batteries more, right? And you'll find it you know, a better experience for you. So um, it kind of goes along with the next thing, and, and that is, I wrote down, can, have you learned how to bite your lip? And what I mean by that, and, and we talked a lot about this, and we did this audio wise. Oh, clever! Or the <laughs> auditory <good>. version. <laughs> The audible, the audible, not audible, I don't know. The version that was just listening to us. Audible. The audible version of this. I thought you said audio. (laughs) No, maybe I did. I don't even know. Who knows what I said anymore. Is is that you oftentimes, a traveler can frequently have more experience than the manager in which he or she's working for. Yeah, this came from, this was a direct conversation. This particular example was a, a direct conversation that I had with a longtime traveler and a longtime nurse. She, in this example, mm-hmm. if I remember yes. who it was, was constantly going, L&D maybe nurse, was constantly no. going, okay. It doesn't matter. Was constantly going in and the manager was, let's face it, a lot this day and age, a lot of younger people are getting promoted to management because they're staying and they can promote them. They're at a lower yep. income level. So if they promote, it's a lot more, less expensive than promoting somebody who. Yep. Not all the time, but it happens. So yeah. a lot of travelers will walk in literally and be able to run circles around the manager in which he or she is working for. Yeah, yeah it's the a one real that has thing. the power to welcome, cancel you. Welcome to the military, right? <laughs> yes. Welcome to the military. You know? That's a really great way to look at that. Okay. Well, yeah. it's, it's yeah. accurate. So, yeah. you know, and that's frustrating. It is very. We talk about, we talk about that a lot in our snippets and everything else. Yeah. We, this is the real reality of, of being a traveler. Yep. You should experience-wise, knowledge-wise, go up, 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 and you're getting experience from different facilities. You're learning, you know, what how the better way to do it. You're able to compare, you know, four different facilities sometimes mm-hmm. a year. And, you know, you get experience from four facilities, and you're comparing it with that new one, and you've got information. Yeah. And it's, they don't want to hear it, shut up, sit down, do your job. And, mm-hmm. or you see something that's just wrong, or it's patient care, where you can't be quiet. Right. Causes some problems. It does, yes. And a lot of times... You have to learn when and how to use that experience. And it yeah. gets travelers in trouble. Yeah. Now, I am not suggesting on this episode to not, to, to, to be, to don't get fired, but keep your mouth quiet for something you shouldn't be talking about. That is not my point. In other words, yeah. I'm not saying to, you know, 
to not, you know, see, what is it, see something, say something? I'm not saying that at all. Yeah. I'm just saying there could be some times when your experience is going to sound more like you're being a know-it-all. It really yeah. isn't that necessary, and it's right. fine, and you're going to have to learn to bite your tongue. Right. You know, and just but go, That it's learn just something. different than what you may have known. Or, or you know this, you know, this person is just not going to listen to you, yeah. and they're going to do their own thing. As long as it's not a patient care issue, yeah, if it's thing, not life threatening, really schedule wise, or it's it. or it's just the way that they handle their staff. Uh-huh. You know, what I'm getting it, is that that's a real it's, thing. It's little comments like, "That's not how I've 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 been in this industry for 20 years. I've never seen it done that way." Yeah, you know, it, I mean, again, I think we've talked about this before too. It always comes down to approach and the words you choose and the way you deliver the message. So. Sometimes, if it's if you cannot say anything, I would say don't say anything. Well, if you look if you look on social media, whether mm-hmm. it's our page, other pages, it's it's common. Yeah. When I throw some videos out there, talk about getting experience, everyone's like, no, I've learned not to to just yeah. do my job and whatever, which is telling me that they're they're not not saying things that they need to speak up about. Mm-hmm. They just learned to not speak up about things that aren't going to matter. It's not going to make a difference, and no one. No one's getting worse patient care over it. Right. They're not worried about their license over it. It's just they've learned that role. Yep. And I guess it's a real thing. It gets it people fired. It does. And some people have a hard time keeping their mouth shut. And mm-hmm. and, and they learn the hard way. And more, um, bl- more of a blunt way to put it. I'm sorry that yeah. this is a thing. And then it's even something we have to talk about. But, but it, it it's, is a thing. It, it, so. it, it's prevalent out there. It and that's is. why we're talking about it. Right. Because we see this a I'm lot. I, I read it a sad. lot. There's a lot of people out there discussing this. Yeah. And I think for those people that are, you know, listening to our media, it is it is <laughs> a it is a good thing to be to just again, it's your emotional intelligence. It's it top of mind awareness that, yeah, you know what? I kinda wanna make a paycheck in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. For the reasons they're gonna talk about, I, I probably do need to understand take some you know, take some uh, I guess kudos in the fact that you know what you're doing. Right. And if someone's not going to listen to you, maybe you've tried it. You just know, you know what, the rest of the assignment, I'm just going to do my job. I'm going to lead by example. If they want to, you know, pick up what I'm doing, great. But I'm not going to sit there and, and, and talk about it. It's a real thing mm-hmm. that can get you fired. And I'm just mm-hmm. pointing that out to our listeners and yes. viewers. It just is what it is. It so. is. I agree. The other thing I want to talk about a lot here, and I want to talk, I want to talk specifically about assignments. This is what I'm, this is what I'm saying is, did, did you rush or did you really think about the assignment that you're on? Are you, are you cautiously and being very careful with which assignments you're being submitted to and that you're accepting? We're pondering. Oh, you didn't I, even make any comment on my 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 comment or my word use of the word ponder. Oh, because well, I, I I wasn't sure where you were going with it. I just am looking at my thing and it says ponder. <sighs> I wrote ponder down. So we were going to pause. Everyone could pause. I didn't realize what what that was. I didn't mean that wasn't that wasn't any kind of directive to you as a director of. I know. The I just thought director. it was cute. No, I mean this is real. I mean it is real. No, and it's you, a great point. Yeah. A lot of people get termed from assignments because they don't want to be there. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. well, they got there and went, oh my goodness, uh-huh. what did I just get involved in? I mean, that's that's the and reality. Then, of what I'm saying here. It is, and then and we all know, you know, when you find yourself in a negative situation. You're surrounded with negativity subconsciously you begin, you begin to be negative as well so any i mean i guess the only thing i would say in that kind of a situation is if you find yourself in that situation just really try to keep the positive in there in your heart and 
Well, there's a lot here. There's <laughs> there a lot of this lot. thing. It doesn't seem like a lot, but here's my yeah. first thing I would say is don't let us recruiters sell you into an assignment. Right. I do a lot of things on social media that talk about this and, yeah. and it brings up a lot of conversation. There are a lot of very good salespeople who are recruiters. Yeah. And what I, you know, again, this is just part of Travel Insiders. Literally, without you knowing it, you will say, I want to go to Austin, Texas. And before you know it, somehow you You're end going up to Waco. in El Paso. Waco is where my family is from. So don't be bad talking Waco. Here comes the Texas draw that she doesn't have. It's coming right now. I don't have it, but... It's so bad, too, when she tries to act Southern and she does uh, South Southern. Oh, shut up. That the, is so the fake, The fake Southern accent. Not the fake, but the... I don't know. Oh, it's, it's like me trying to have a Southern accent. Just I can't pull it off. You can't either because you're from. Well, it's, I mean, it's no different than me. You trying to have an English accent. I I don't try to have an English accent. Usually, you try to have an English accent. I do. Anyway, yeah, my my. No, I don't ever try to have an English accent. Where did that come from? Where did you come, Johnny? I've Depp? heard you do that. I've heard you like. Like oh, like when I'm imitating my friends from England. Yes. I don't walk. Okay, yeah, but I don't. Yeah, okay, yeah, I guess that's what you're doing too. Okay. Oh, it's, well, I hang out sure. with people all summer long that are from England. So. Again, so when I say when I, I talk, talk to my like, cousins, it, okay. like it comes out. I get what No, no, because I, I don't. I thought you meant that I, like, because, you know, Johnny Depp, I guess, has an English accent all of a sudden because he's lived there. No, what no, it, no. It doesn't happen like that. But anyway. No. But. I thought that's what you were trying to Waco is a really cool place. No, I get what you're saying. So you're. you're, you're to you're, my point. Or like, it's even worse than without that. Without you even knowing it, you're just like, wait, how the. How did this happen? No, I've, I've seen it where, you know, where you're in Maine because you said you want to be in Austin, in Austin Texas. You know, yeah. you're up on the coast, in the middle of Maine, not even the right. coast. And it's, that's, that's what I'm getting at. And mm-hmm. it could be you. I'm not always saying it's a recruiter, but I want you no. to be aware of that. Stick to your that, guns. You know, next thing you know, you're going for something, other reason, or you're just next thing you know, you're, you're, well, let's put you in front of this. Let's get a plan A and a plan B and a C and maybe even an F. And you're going I mean, to the F. Right? Yeah. But also, it's it's a lot on you, the traveler. Mm-hmm. Have you convinced yourself just to take something because you were getting desperate? Yep. And or because you know, did you, you take too long to decide where you wanted to go? Right. Now you're like rushing and rushing and rushing. Well, I have or... seen travelers that maybe were struggling to get an offer while they were working. Yep. They always seem to get employed, but they get a little bit desperate. And next thing you know, they're yep. jumping something. And lo and behold, they're not happy there. <laughs> right. And they get terminated. Right. And they were like, "Well, I didn't want to be here anyway." And I'm like, okay, so that's, I mean, I, there's a couple in mind, uh-huh. right? That, yep. that will be looking for, here's what it usually works out. They want a perfect needle in the haystack. I want to be here, here, and here, and that's it. Yep. There's no jobs there, right? We can't dictate whether or not there's an opening in your specialty in that small town or that area. Right? <laughs> right. There is there, it's not. If it's there, we put you in front. We still can't guarantee you're going to get the position. Exactly. But these are times where there's not even a position there. We're getting closer. You've got some suggestions. Sure. Maybe it's location. Maybe it's dollars. And you're just making suggestions. This is where you work for the traveler. Right, right. right. And next thing you know, they're like, well, I'll just take this. And we're mm-hmm. both going, do they really want this job? Or <laughs> they just take it because they are because they don't want to not have a paycheck. Or they can yeah. Only, it's a real thing. And what I'm getting at is that plan ahead. I mean, right. try to have to just give yourself some options. Don't yeah, limit don't your, your career. Get in that situation. And don't just rush into assignment because you, you just need to really ponder ponder the assignment to see yeah. if it's a good fit for you because i'm telling you if it's not a good fit it's going to show its ugly head probably on you Very somewhere because you're going to be i don't know why i'm here in the first place i didn't want to yeah. be here and you know or you're just going to be depressed you wake up like what am i doing in the middle of this town 
when it wasn't anything that was someplace I really wanted I, to I'm, I've even seen something as simple as like housing. Maybe the assignment isn't that bad, but your housing really, really sucks. Yeah. And your situation there is bad. And then you're just showing up full of negativity. Well, it's a you know? decent segue into our next little topic, which is, I, that is do your do, do your I, research, right? Mm-hmm. The one area that I think travelers are great at, and the other areas are improving, is researching their agency. Yeah. That's a big one. I think you should research your agency. Well, I think there's more information out there now than there was a long time ago, and I think that's a that's a. Um, well, but you know what's weird is I still see the same agency being talked about by two different people. One, it's great. One, it's horrible. So. There's that. Oh, yeah. That's always going to be a thing because it, it's it's only been since we got uh, the healthcare thing passed because they are required to fill out customer service things and, you mm-hmm. know. Well, so, what I'm getting at is that I guess the first part is that you really should research because this is the company that's yeah. going to pay you. This is the company. I mean, are they really, are they talking me into something? Do they have good integrity? What's my paychecks going to look like? Are they going to be lower than everybody else's at this facility in this unit where I'm working? Are they going to be in the middle? Are they going to be high? That's important. What's the facility? How are, are they good at credentialing? Are they, am I going to keep getting? I had a conversation the other day. A good friend of mine, I've known her for you know 18 years, traveled with me. Yes, mm-hmm. and she's like, you know, right now she's looking for something very specific that I don't have. Yep. And and she's frustrated. Because she keeps getting pushed back, and the communication is bad. This company, it's a small one, happens to be very specific in this area. Mm-hmm sucks at credentialing and okay. the only game in town and she's Ugh. she's on that hook now where it's like i'm committed she has nothing else no irons in the fire right and she's constantly being pushed back and there's nothing she can do about it but she said she said if that doesn't happen forget it she's going to go with me to some place that we have tons of jobs i said i yeah. know but it's going to be two or three weeks but yeah so the agency is a lot now the other thing i want to talk about is research the facility yeah that's i was referring I to the getting, facility yeah. not not the agencies but well that's yeah. what i think is improving that's what I was referring to. Gotcha. Yes, I see facilities, not agencies. But still, it's not enough. No, there are and groups they're on- skewed. I, like you said, the reviews on facilities are skewed too. You know, mostly because again, they have they have to do these customer service evaluations, and you know, I mean, how many drug seekers are going to give you a good review if you deny them drugs? Sure. <laughs> I just I think that there are a few groups out there that are helping. Yeah. But for the most part, I think you should be doing some research. You should yeah. be finding out who's been here. And I see that a lot now. Feedback on XYZ to, uh, Hospital sure. in, in the med surge unit. I guess what I'm referring to is when you go and you Google a facility and you see a rating on a facility. There's that. I don't I think that, that's what that, I, in, that is what I was talking about. Throw that into the mix. So, yeah. Well, you should research this facility, you right? Yeah. You should be asking travelers, do you get fired here a lot? Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. That. When you're back on social media and you're trying to research that, yeah, you want to make sure you compare apples to apples. You know, don't just ask about the hospital; mm-hmm. ask about the specific floor. Right. Two other little things. I want two little nuggets. I want to throw in there. One of them is the hospital system, the hospital organization. Yeah. Not to name not naming no. any names, but there are certain people that can't stand working for certain hospital systems. I wouldn't even say that. I would say they absolutely refuse to work for. <laughs> there are those because they're all ran the same way and they don't like it. We all them. know okay. who it is. So research to find out what you know system is yeah. this affiliated with, what what you know yep. what organization is this. And then the other thing I, I do kind of want to talk about is um, the actual vendor itself. Mm-hmm. There are people that there are certain vendors that have some timekeeping issues that are yeah. that people struggle with. 
They don't like them, and they have to. You have to use the vendor's time again. I'm not going to mention names, no. but there are certain vendors that notoriously people have tough experiences working through, mostly with regard to timekeeping. I'm just yeah. going to throw it out there. Yep. You need to find out what vendor are you working through. It has a lot to do with your credentialing, because maybe you've had, you know, some credential. Some vendors are kind of rough on credentialing. They don't do yep. a good job. Nope. Some vendors are good about it. So it's not just about the hospital. It's not yeah. just about the agency. Right. It's not about who they're affiliated with. It's also going to be a vendor which has a decent Absolutely. amount of, of bearing on your happiness of Absolutely. the society. Yeah. And if I said that really quickly, the things I'm really talking about are timekeeping, time reporting. Mm-hmm. There's one in particular minds that it is it is a pain in the ass mm-hmm. to, I know the to one. put your time in every time. And I hear about it. Yeah. And I, like someone's going to go work for that vendor. I'm like, ah. Kind of like this traveler. I probably won't see him again because they're going to be so frustrated with the with the timekeeping. Uh huh. And then the other one's credentialing. Yeah. I'm just going to throw this out there. Some of these vendors have a young guy or young gal, and I've always said this: it's their like second or third big boy, big girl job, and they <laughs> take it to the level where they are actually making it more difficult. They actually get in the way of credentialing between somebody that knows what they're doing, the traveler, and the maybe the recruiter or the, or the company. Right. And they will throw out something that makes zero sense. We've seen it. Yep. We've seen it before. Well, we can't do a quantifurin because we need you to go get another TB test. Or <laughs> I understand that you've got a background from the state, from everything in it, but we need that little county that's not even open right now to give you, you know, whatever. There's there's little common sense things that will drive you nuts. And if that yeah. vendor has a – I've seen it where the answer is no, mm-hmm. which means you just – you're not going to go to work for that. You're going to be delayed, delayed, delayed. It's not necessarily the agency's fault. It could be the rules from that vendor. So yeah, hard rules. to research that, but yeah. start asking what hospital is this assignment being offered through? What's the vendor management system? Yep. Or, you know, what's what's the MSP that it's going through? Because yeah. you want to start to tabulate that. If you've had a bad experience, stay away from that. Yeah. Yep. It, things have a tendency of working themselves out. Because of supply and demand. That's right. And <laughs> because of our previous episode, episode number four. <laughs> yeah. Supply and demand. Now, a couple months, I won't remember what episode no, you won't. supply and demand was or what episode before was. I don't know, was, your but. brain, you might. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think a, this is a, a decent one. When you're interviewing, I think it's really important to, again, this is kind of goes along with research. It goes along with rushing into an assignment. Yeah. Ask the questions. Don't be afraid to ask very specific questions about things that you know are important to you. Yeah. I always tell first-time travelers, um, not to be, a lot of times they're intimidated about, with questions uh, about, want the job. Know, they don't know what, yeah, they don't know what to ask, what's okay, will, if I ask a hard question, will they not hire me? And uh, I think it's important and I think it's good advice for everybody is, is um, to understand that the manager is trying to get a good sense of if you are qualified and if you will fit in Right. and you're trying to get the same experience you're trying to find out will i fit in and will i be able to handle how they do what they do yes and the only way to get there is for everybody to ask good questions right i think this kind of goes along with the other thing we were talking about where it's like you just want the job or you're you you just and you you say anything to get it don't do that or you don't ask the questions that right that it's almost like taking the time off we said earlier yeah a few minutes ago it's like it's almost better to ask the question and get the answer that you were like well, glad I found it out now. Right. And then you don't take the assignment and you go find what it, that the answer is the one you want when you're right. asking that same question. That's that's an important aspect of this. And that's what I'm saying. Some people are afraid to do that. Yeah. I don't care if it's block scheduling, right. certain periods of time you want Ratio. off. Ratio. 
Floating, huge one, Floating. right? All this stuff, you ask the question, and mm -hmm. then you have to hope and trust, triangle of trust, mm -hmm. that the person on the other end of the phone is actually going to be honest and tell you the truth about it. A lot of people also like to ask how many travelers they have. Yeah. I feel like that's insightful. Like, do you have a lot of travelers? Because you just, you don't, you know, your population. Well, as long as there's a follow-up question as to why, yes exactly. or no. Yes yeah. or no, right? I mean, so. it's a good, I think it's a good question to no, ask. Any question like that, what I'm getting at is if something's important to you, Floating, if you be, or, Do we have that as a topic? That would be a great what? topic. Questions for interview. For we have, we have interviewing. We did interviewing. Yeah. We'll be doing it again here, so we'll bring it up on this because we're these are more in depth. They're longer. They're more. Yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? No, but I'm not going to remember that. But I will. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we'll look at the episode. See if I did. Right. Um, <laughs> it interviewing. It's an opportunity to actually get rid of assignments that you could probably get terminated from yeah it because is. you're going to be unhappy ask the tough question do even if you know that by even asking it you're probably gonna get eliminated from the position potentially right you know if that's you've okay got, yeah well it's it's the same thing it is better in the long run yes for you and for your ability to get another assignment uh, even honestly even though your recruiters gonna be mad if you didn't get the job they're not gonna be making commission even the company's gonna be mad they're not gonna be making money off of your efforts they'd rather you it's, it is better whether they know it or not for mm -hmm. you to take an assignment that's a good fit because you and the manager hit it off and the things are important to each other you've got as opposed to it being the opposite it's right. a good thing it is and i think that there's a lot of terminations that could be eliminated by asking more questions during an interview process yeah, that's I agree. the point i'm trying to make yep. on this uh -huh, i agree all i right. almost said 100 percent. well you're 100 <laughs> all right i want to talk a lot or not a little bit about attendance because this, this was an area thing. that it is it's it's a, it's a real thing that i think that um listen if you're if you get sick and you're you know, have a bad cold you have a rough cold or flu season or whatever it is i mean there's not much you can do about that right but you can take better care of your body and we'll talk about that in a lot of episodes. So I believe that. And you know that I know what uh -huh. I'm talking about with this because yeah. we both experienced good health, good nutrition, good everything else. And yep. lo and behold, you, you're healthier. Yep. I mean, maybe quit smoking if you're a smoker. I mean, that'd be number one for me. Right? right. But you can't help it, right? If you get sick, you get sick. Yeah. So there are those travelers, though, that have issues with attendance, being late. Yep. And what... What I don't like about our industry is oftentimes we don't know until we get the phone call that they're terminated, that they were even having any issues with it. Right. We don't get that communication. No. All of a sudden it's like, hey, uh, they just terminated this traveler because he or she's had a lot of attention. And you're like, what? Since Why when? Did you do Why have you not told me this? Yeah. Right. So, and, and again, also I'll tell you that because of the money that these facilities are spending mm -hmm. for your labor, yep. many of them won't put up with any shit. It's, no. You know, it's a couple, boom, they're out of there. Yes. They're, they're, they're going to get someone else in there. It really depends upon the supply and demand and how difficult they yep. have, the time in which, the difficulty in which they have getting travelers. Yes. But attendance seems to be one that I hear because mm -hmm. I'm always asking, you know, when it gets to my level, why is this person, you know, mm -hmm. why do we just lose this many people? How can we, you know, what's our, how come our gain was this and not yeah. this? Yep. Oh, a bunch of people got fired because they were, they were, weren't, they were sick all the time and they weren't showing up to work and they, it was like the third or fourth time they called off. Or they were late. Late is, I mean, guys. Orient, I've seen an orientation. First time late. Yeah. See you later. Right. 15 minutes. Yeah. Th three nights in a row. Well, this is a tough potential. one. This is one of those that, again, there's nothing positive to say about this in this episode. And that's why people no, get you, mad but at you the know, episode. You know that about yourself. 
and it's something that you have control. Well, that's of. what I was going to mention. If you, you know? if you are unhealthy, and or, you do get tend to get cold and flu a lot or whatever, get sick, then do your darndest when you're not in that situation to be there, be on time, and maybe even volunteer for some extra shifts. Because sure. I've, I've noticed when somebody is there to say, "I'll work a four shift." When it comes yeah. time for them being sick, they tend to be looked a little bit They're more favorably really, upon. So yes. it's fine. I was going to, I that and, you know, if you're a continually late person, you probably have been your whole life. Correct. I know where you're going to so say. So I, I think it's, you know, I think it's worse. That would, that's a good thing to, to fix. Recognize that <laughs> Just, you're habitually late. And don't do that when you're on travel I'm side. my very dearest best friend in the whole world since 15. I say three. Inevitably, three thirty, and well, so now I just tell her three, and I get there at three <laughs> thirty. <laughs> I, I just wish this. Whoops! I wish we didn't have to talk about this as a topic. But yeah. I'm I'm telling all the people out there, you may be going, what? This is a relatively large, much larger percentage than it should be mm-hmm. of reasons why people get terminated. Yeah, I agree. But I'm also speaking as a person who's managed people. Well, and uh, let me back up. I am a person who hates lateness i don't like to be late at all i want to be early my dad just raised me that way that's how i am um i feel like it's disrespectful of the other person's time if i show up late so then managing people who continually show up late is the first way to get on my list of annoyances well, in a hospital or a facility, you really can't be late. There you is somebody can't. that you're so that is I, waiting you know, for you I, to get there so yeah. you, they can get out of there. I mean, it's right. just one of those weird, for the most part, not always. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just speaking as someone who's managed people, like a nurse manager would. Lateness is the quickest way, if they're like me, it's the quickest way to get on somebody's radar. It just is. Yeah. I, I think that the solving one of this one, and I guess the last thing I was going to say is that if you are late, if you are sick a lot, and I didn't feel like if you're sick a lot and that kind of thing, yeah, really good communication is helpful. Yes, let your recruiter know, let your agency know, tell the manager I had a flat tire. Right, I'm on my way. I will, I will get in there. I will do what I need to do to get in there. But I'm I'm going to be late. It's the communication can help you not be fired. Yes, and terminate and the assignment be over and yes. ended quickly if you're communicating well. I've seen that on my end. Yep. I'll get a call, but it's a warning. Well, but you know what? She was really good because she really talked to the manager and yep. they're okay, but just they want to make sure it doesn't happen again. As opposed to, hey, Sally's fired. Will you coach your uh, traveler on attendance and right. timeliness? Oh, that's that's how they like to say it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. A little bit of a tougher one. i got a couple of tough ones I want to <laughs> go over. Um, I want to talk a little about when it's time to consider hanging it up or perhaps going to a lower acuity. Mm-hmm. And this is another relatively common thing. And I'm just going to tell you guys, well, thing. behind the scenes, right? I told you, yes. travel size, I'm going to tell you the, the, the deal, whether you like it or not. Thing. Behind the scenes, we've had conversations going, I wonder if it's time for this person to maybe not be a traveler anymore because mm-hmm. we're starting to see some signs. And it, a lot of the times it rears its head with charting experience. And yeah. They just can't keep up. It's not necessarily clinical. It's almost like the charting is causing problems. Like they're t- it's taking too long to chart. Right. Then you start hearing maybe a, you know, a couple, six months later, three or four assignments later, you know, clinically. And it's a tough one to recognize. And, mm-hmm. I, and I, I think while everyone wants to remain high in their game, for mm-hmm. many travelers out there, especially those that have got to hustle and bustle, use their brain a lot for don't calculations and for yes i'm saying there are some that are some of them it's, it's some specialties have more of this oh right? yeah like if you're in an urban er well i'm just saying 
or you something. could go to a lower acuity situation, you right? You could go to something that maybe you know has less patience or mm-hmm. maybe more patience with lower acuity. What I'm getting yeah. at is that re- really evaluate. And yeah. I'm telling you, if you've got it, if you're having some issues with a chart, charting experience, or something that's that's you know, ask that question. That's one of those questions that in you know, the interview rewind and yeah. say that should be something you're talking yeah. about because we see this a lot where it's like you know, if someone's like, well, I've done it before, but it was ten years ago. I'm like, well, well, how much training do I get in orientation on? the uh, charting program is a great question to ask. Right. You know? and because that's why I put this whole thing here. It says orientation next. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and the thing I have, the other thing you have to remember about charting systems is that, and I'm sure maybe you guys know this. I don't know if you've really thought about it, but those things are continually updated. So you may have used one five years ago and think, oh yeah, no problem. I can, I'll pick that back up. It wasn't that hard, Yeah. but it's been updated probably four no. times since that five years. And so you might say to yourself, you might be careful when answering that question. You might say, I used it five years ago. I'm sure it's been updated. I might, you know, what kind of, what, what kind of help am I going to get in orientation on that? Yeah. I, I just like my, my, what I'm going after this is this is not a fun one to talk about, but it might be time to hang them up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If you're, if, if you know, or just get something different. Well, or maybe go work go, in a doctor's office or something. Or, or just go back to perm for the last yeah. bit of your career. I mean, again, I don't want to suggest that, but if you're no. getting terminated, you've had this with a couple of Trevors. I know a few yeah. of mine that are good friends of ours that have said, they've told mm-hmm. you, you know, I, it may be time. Yeah. Now, for a couple of them, I don't necessarily think it is. I think I've had some. No, I don't think it is. But it's just bullshit. I love the fact that someone's questioning, trying. do I still have what it yeah. takes for this rigorous of a lifestyle? Well, this is either nursing or allied professional on steroids, in my opinion. Yeah, and I I want to say that I you know I think a good recruiter would, um, if a traveler suggest an older traveler suggested that I think it is very important as a recruiter that you tell that traveler the truth. If you really think that that person should stop, then I be think honest. you should be honest. And I know it's not good for your pocketbook, but. You know, it's not good for the, it's not good for a traveler out there to get fired continually. No, and it's, no, it's not, not good for patient care. And it's, you know, I, mean, I don't have any wise advice on this one. No, I'm just but I do it might think just time. as a recruiter, it's important to tell them the truth. And, 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 uh, and that's what I'm going to do. I, I, I doubt you're going to get an honest answer from a recruiter. No, but I, I think your peers and people you're working with, mm-hmm. I think you will get an honest answer. Yeah. You know, if you, if you share what you experience, but I mean, it's just, it's just the reality. Well, I, I recruiter. Hey, you don't have to be a, a, in healthcare. There are people that are in, you're in oh, my position. Yeah. That's like, okay, it's time to hang up. I hope I recognize <laughs> it. Right. There will be a point, you know, too bad you were, were close in age here because if you were, you know, maybe my wife, who's not as close in age, she'll be able to say, Hey buddy, honey, I love you, but it's time to hang them up. I don't know. But I mean, I, you just don't want to be in that boat. And there no. are guarantee. I will be one of those people that will have to be told, hey, man, dude, it's time to take a step back. Yeah. You've done it. Let some other folks take over. I know. Oh, I'm sure I'll be that way. That's my dad is, okay. is still working at 75. That's exactly a good point. So <laughs> let's briefly talk about orientation. You mentioned it. I think orientation is a huge one. I think it, it has is. a lot to do with the interviewing questions, but it's also what you get out of orientation. You absolutely should yeah. be asking how long is the orientation. And then you should be able to recognize, are you the type of person that can that needs that much, you need more, you need less, right. and being able to evaluate what you get out of orientation is, is, an, is an important aspect of how it's going to be mm-hmm. out there. Yep. Everything from literally how to you know punch in and punch out to you know unit-specific stuff is right. going to be all covered. And orientation is kind of a pretty big part of 
how are you going to do on the assignment? Oftentimes. And unfortunately, sometimes they get one day. Right. <laughs> right. Which I, and that might be fine for some travelers. It something. might be, but I mean, my God. But, Talk about the stress of a job. Yeah. And if well, the manager doesn't know when you're interviewing what orientation is, see if you can find someone that does. Typically, a recruiter or a credentialer will know. Well, or or, or somebody else. Maybe the, maybe you, you know. When account you're manager. With, yeah. Or you could talk to somebody else at the facility. That's, that's sure. the education person that maybe handles it and say, what, what's well, this? But don't call the facility before no, no, you, you could, get a job. You could find out from, right? You could find out from <laughs> So all of that is, again, it's the don't whole idea is we're trying to keep you from getting terminated. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I want to talk a little bit. We kind of already did about research and facility, but I want to talk a little bit about really considering, just kind of there's a couple things together, but the same thing we're just going to say the whole over again. A rough location. Mm-hmm. Is rough. Yeah, but now what, what I'm getting at is you got, a, you got a little girl there. Speaking of rough. Speaking of rough, you got the tough little brindle girl there. You got Hi, Roxy. Roxy. Hi, um, We'll take a break because everybody likes dogs. <laughs> Everyone loves dogs. Yeah, no one has seen Roxy yet. I don't know. She's she's needs some attention, I guess. Um, thanks, Roxy, for the appearance. We all appreciate that. Dogs sell. Now he's got to get, get Gunter down here. Most liked. Got to get the meathead. Um, you know what I'm getting at at this is that I, I want you to really think about this. Kind of goes along with what we originally started talking about early on in this episode, and also researching. And that is, I'm not necessarily saying rough as in tough. I'm saying, have you thought about your desire to be in this location? Yeah. That's where I'm kind of going with this. In other words, is it someplace that you can be for 13 weeks? Right. Is it too cold? Is it isolated? Is it too busy and you're a, you're a country type person? Mm-hmm. You know, all of that. If you just stop, she'll go away. <laughs> if you let take the hand away, she'll leave. Because <laughs> you're looking at me like, I was. Yeah. Um, so cute. You know what I mean? It's like, have you, the, the isolation, for example. Have yes. you thought about what that might be like? Is right. that going to be? Is that going to be okay? Mm-hmm. And it's it's just a real reality. Kind of goes along with what we said early on about researching, but also about jumping on assignment too fast. Mm-hmm. This is I see this. I'm brought I brought this up separately because I have had people say, "Man, I can count the days," and it's not always about the facility. It's about the town and the location. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, or the weather. Yeah, and I think that's real because uh, just even me as a as a fifty one year old, you know, a native of Colorado, I will say that the cold gets harder and harder on me. Right. You know, right. and um, so if I were a traveler, I you know I might eventually be saying to myself, I'm going to be probably pretty bitchy if I go up to. This North Dakota this mm-hmm. winter. Right. <laughs> just... I, again, I'm just trying to point out some things that keep you, that can help you to not get fired. Exactly. And I'm not saying that the town's going to get you fired, but the town might get you fired. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. you just can't, or, they, or you know, I mean, I've seen it where like, I didn't realize there's nothing to do here. Right. And I'm only working three days a week and I'm literally going, oh my gosh. Right. I, I mean, I can't even drive to a nearest town because that's an hour and a half away. Right. I should have probably brought this up earlier, but I wrote it down. I just kind of, I just, it's just something to kind of. <laughs> no, it out. is definitely a thing. It, it is. It's a thing. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next one's a tough one, but I just want to talk about it. We did in the audio version of this. <laughs> yeah, we did talk about it because this is real. Thing, I mean, unfortunately, it just really yeah. is. We're talking about drug diversion. We are. And, and drug usage, shortage, you name it. I, I don't, I mean, again, I'm just pointing out why people get fired. And well, in the podcast, fired for this. in the podcast, I think I'm the one who brought this up. Um, because sadly, 
it, the travel industry is used as a way to doctor shop. Of course. And as a way to um, run, obviously, from addictions. And so, you know, it's real easy to go to one location, find a couple doctors, get through 13 weeks, maybe six months. You know, you've worn out all of that. You go to another doctor. You know, you yeah. go to another town. So what you're saying is that it lends itself to people that have this issue. I mean, we're not telling travelers anything that they don't already know. Yeah, I'm sure they already know that. But, you know, maybe newbies don't. I don't know. But it is a thing. Well, what I'm going to tell you is that if you have a problem Sadly, with this, you're not going to escape it. You won't. You're going to get caught. And you it's will gonna, get caught, and eventually it will hurt you. Well, hopefully it, it only hurts you. Hopefully it doesn't hurt anybody hurts else. Yes, but typically um, it does hurt other people. So. Yeah. And I, again, I don't. there's not a lot of time to spend on this. I'm no, just telling you that this is not. one of those things that it, it sucks. It's real. But if you have issues with, Reach out to with drugs, yeah, get some help. I mean, that's the only thing I tell you is that because you don't. You're gonna like you just you said it really well. You're gonna get caught, and you know hospitals have systems. You, and it's smart. You could ruin your whole career. You hurt somebody else. You're, you're hurting problem. yourself. Go get some help. You know why I said it so ow. well? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Why is that? That was his ring. That was my ring. Just you know. And my knuckles, my ring, and my knuckles. I was a drug and alcohol counselor, you know, for I a do long, know that. long, long I do time. Know that. So yeah, that's so. why I know. All right. Um, I can recognize it like that. The last kind of part of this episode I want to talk about is really about what you've mentioned a few times, and that is that getting terminated frequently is bigger than just losing your job. It becomes yeah. where you're going to have more and more difficulty getting and maintaining a position. It does. And that's the kind of the last little segment here I want to kind of go over is that it's going to catch up to you. You yeah. cannot, and that's why it's so important. The reason we're having this podcast, wow. This YouTube channel episode is I'm trying to point out to folks that you, if this happens, hi, okay, meathead number two. Oh God, he's excited. If you if there is a if there's a reason to be not get terminated, this is it. It's going to end up costing it, so you can't get a job pretty soon. Yeah, it will. Uh, it will significantly lessen your ability to. Go places you want, travel with certain vendors. Right. I, it just, it will. Eventually. Well, how many times have you... Certain agencies. I've had great travelers say, hey, I, you just you fall in love with them. I mean, it's been a while since I recruited. I know I've had recruiters tell me they love this this traveler. Mm -hmm. And also I'm like, oh, by the way, I do. I can't work with this vendor, this system, this hospital anymore. And you're like going, well, boy, you really you cut down our, our options to like 25% <laughs> of the total number of options I have. And it's real. It's very real. And these are good people, good travelers. Yes. They've just had something happen that probably was their fault because right. typically you don't, if it's just the hospital census was over and they fire you, this stuff follows you around is where I'm getting with this. So yep. I, I want you to take this episode, you know, seriously, because the whole point of this particular version, this one third of why terminations are big is to help you not get terminated. Right. And if you're thinking that you're going to, Try to fix it because it's bigger than just losing this job. Right. Yeah. It, mm -hmm. That's my whole point. And I'm going to leave it at that because it was very well said. Oh, okay. Well, that's, wow. Yeah, it was. See, it's one for me, Mark. One <laughs> point. Got it. Well, do you have the last time I gave you a point? Because you did no, the same thing the last time. Be, oh, I did? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Maybe just become so common. I don't even recognize it. <laughs> <that>. Um... <laughs> 
here's something I think is kind of funny. and Not funny. Interesting. Funny as in interesting, like Joe Pesci. What do I make you laugh? Funny, haha. Funny, funny like in a good test of something. Correct. And that is, I'm telling everybody out there, when you get, or if you get terminated. Especially when it's not your fault. Regardless. Well, yeah. Look yeah. at your agencies and your recruiters' reaction to your termination. How do they act? How do they handle it? Yep. Are they, are they, I mean, I've had travelers tell me that one and done. Yeah. We now, we, we talked happens. a lot about reason why it's your fault in this episode, but yeah. I said at the beginning of this episode, most of the time it's not. I've seen it where it's not the traveler's fault, which I can't wait for that one. That happens so it's amazing to me how many recruiters and agencies won't give someone a second chance. Now, the no. recruiter probably will because all, it's all about money, 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 and commission, commission, commission. Yeah. The agency's looking at risk versus reward, and they're like, we're done. Done. Which is unfortunate because what you really should be looking at is the history of this person mm -hmm. and what they've done. At I, that person as a whole in, yeah. at, in their entirety. I've had travelers that have worked with me for years and yep. gotten terminated. And I've been told it's their fault. And I've said, bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. Yep. I'm, and I'd be put in front of another job. Not with, the, not with that vendor. Yep. Because if they're going to judge someone on that, you don't know this person like I do. Right. This person's a great traveler. Right. And, yep. I, and I, mm -hmm. I, you're telling me that she had an attitude or she wasn't going there. Bullshit. Yeah. Right. So for me, it's about a history and the length of yes, time. Yes, of course. Like any, like any a, internal employee would Right. Do. As it should thing. be. <laughs> But it's amazing how oftentimes it isn't out there. No, right? it's not. Now, I will tell you, a lot of times a recruiter may want to work with you because they want to make the commission and their well, agency may not. Plus, they've also hopefully developed a little bit of a relationship right? with you. Or it could very well be that the agency doesn't have a choice because the vendor, and this is where I want to point it out, the vendor is saying no. Mm -hmm. So it it's interesting, though, that how different companies react differently to terminations. Mm -hmm. And, of course... When you're dealing with joint commission, you will have to actually set up a policy of what you do with terminations, yep. as anybody out there will know. And each agency forms their own internal policy. I was asked recently, like, is it is it a national policy? This is what you have to do. I'm like, no, it's up to each agency how they handle stuff. Exactly. So it's pretty wild how it happens, but it's um, you know, it's it's very telling. It, yeah. it just really is. And and I you know I have to say that I, I see that on social media a lot too, where a traveler is shocked that a recruiter they've worked with forever. And they get terminated, and they're like, now they won't even talk to me. And yeah, I, don't I don't even like have that. an explanation. I don't like the lack I don't of communication. Understand what's going on, and you know, and and they're almost crushed. Like, you know, they're hurt, and I would be too. Well, yeah, I mean, I've seen, <laughs> I have, we have seen that a lot. Yeah. Where, and you know, who knows if that's the recruiter, if it's the agency, right? You know, again, it kind of goes back to what you said earlier about you know different different systems and whatnot. You may not be able to work for you might really love your recruiter you might love your agency yeah and they may not feel the same way because they can't or who knows what their rules are also your favorite choice of who to go to work for and through is gone is gone because you got terminated yeah so that's the again once again the point of this episode is to help eliminate that <laughs> did we to get reduce, that beat up to, re on this? to reduce this uh, to be like, like <laughs> maybe um i do last thing i'm going to bring up and we'll we'll go you know down the road here I do like the fact that I see more and more travelers talking about facilities and yeah. agencies yep. and recruiters who are frequently terminating. Yeah. I think that's a great thing. I do too. Um, it's real. I've always said, you know, I've said it on many different platforms that, and I've got friends who are, who run hospitals, some mm -hmm. rural, some bigger, that if your hospital develops a reputation, you're going to struggle getting travelers there. 
And it may be yeah, your managers, who knows yeah. what it is. Might be your orientation, all these different and reasons. And I don't think that they really understand. Maybe they are more and more now, but I don't think the facilities and hospital systems head, heads up think that. <laughs> we almost got annihilated by a 10-month-old huge boxer puppy dog. Um, Changes mind. Yeah. I, it must be close to dinner time. No, it's not. It's not. Um, <laughs> It's just um, maniac mayhem time. He's playing. Um, I just I think that they don't. You know, they think, oh, I can just get another traveler, just get another traveler, whatever. And, but they don't really take into consideration that travelers are, are talking, and they are not going to go back if you are, if you're just, if you're not a great, if you're not good to travelers. Correct. Here's kind of the point. Hospitals spend a lot, and facilities spend a lot of time working on through human resources on making a great environment for their permit staff. They do. They need to start thinking about what it's like to be a traveler. They because absolutely do. Most of them don't have any choice but to staff a portion exactly. of their, through supplementally, through their staff, yeah. through, their, through whatever it is, per diem, travel, you name mm-hmm. it. And it's amazing to me how they will shit all over a traveler. They will. And it's like that is going to catch up. Or, or or an agency that just is notoriously, you know, someone has a head on their license and they're they're firing people. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the stuff that I hear agencies doing, sometimes the bigger the agency, the more you know, in, un, invulnerable they feel that they are. Yeah. And travelers out there have options. Yes, they do. This episode is to help you keep those, those options, options, right? So I want you, you to know. You know, and I would that. even say too, you know, I am lucky. I mean, just, you know, when I, just because I have this position, when I go, when I've gone into the hospital setting and needing as a patient, mm-hmm. I always ask if they're travelers or whatever. And usually they are. And my second question is, well, are you being treated well? And they're always like, yes, I am. Cause and I, then you, you want know, to work for me? <laughs> you know, the, no, the facility is treating them well. Uh, I don't ask about their company because that's just right. Um, but I, I do okay. ask about the facility. And it makes me feel better about, you know, the local hospitals that I go to for things. It makes me feel better about the care I'm getting. If they're treating them well, I feel like I'm going to be treated better as well. So I think there's a lot of reasons why it you're absolutely I mean I think that's a, a great way to end it you're right they really should start spending as much money not as much but enough money on how do we make sure our travelers are taking care looking of. at it from a the same yes the same perspective that they're looking at the reputation of their facility from a permanent um, or yes. a community community standpoint yeah they should be looking at how are they viewed nationally from people that they need yeah during whether it's seasonal or all the time or just rarely right they're how they're being viewed by those individuals in the, yeah. out there because it's an important thing so it is. at any rate we're off a little bit but guys very well said. do your best to find the right assignment don't rush into it do your best while you're on there put up with whatever you can try to avoid being terminated the it's, it's it's an important part of it and i hope we understand it. And, or in just the places that you have some control correct that's really i right. think what we'll we talk do. about the stuff i know that's on your mind about. Well, yeah, but what about you this? don't have control over trust me we will talk about that because we know it's bad it is for sure and yes. that's a that's a that's a great episode to talk to so we appreciate it, it. We do. thanks for tuning in thanks for watching yes. us and we'll talk to you guys later we will see y'all bye